welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We're excited that you would join us today and hope you're encouraged by the message you hear. If you'd like to know more, visit our website, highway.com.au. Welcome to church, welcome to those online and also this morning, welcome to Gilston who are online this morning. Uh, David and Claire down there, bless you guys. Um, Yeah, not the best shirt, Dave, but anyway, uh, we'll move on. Um, And you know he can't see me, I can't see him. Great to have them with us, it's an amazing season that we're in as a church, amen? You excited? Come on, there's a great atmosphere in this place this morning. You went a bit lull on me. Do I, turn that air conditioner down. They're too warm. <laughs> I want them colder. I want them alive and brisk. And let's do this. We're building a kingdom. Amen? Amen. We're rising in faith. We're going to conquer our week to come. Amen? Amen? Amen. I don't know how you're sitting still. I don't know how you're sitting still this morning. That's so exciting. So exciting. We're in a great season. God's moving by His Spirit and uh, stirring up the church in this hour that, you know what, so desperately needs the church. This hour desperately needs the church. I think living in the aftermath now of COVID and and, uh, we're a few years sort of moving on from that now, we're seeing that the world has plunged in chaos over the last few years, hasn't it? I mean, things that were set in stone, you know, are now shattered. They're broken. You know, they're just, they're not, nothing is what it used to be. And, uh, you know, business after business has gone broke. We know that uh, building companies, like it seems like every fortnight, one has gone to the wall somewhere. And you know what that calculates? It calculates in, into lives that have, that have just been traumatised. So many lives in our community, so many people have been just traumatised. Families living in no man's land. No certainty. And, uh, you know, the real cost of what we're seeing today is in the, in the lives of, of people, men, women, and children. And there's very little hope shining on the horizon for many. And, you know, for me, I don't know how you, you live without hope. I don't know how you get through it without hope. And yet it's seemingly quite hopeless out there to break through that disappointment and the discouragement. Romans 15.4 says, For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us. I want you to listen to this scripture, right? There's a purpose why the church is important. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through the endurance taught, Endurance taught in the Scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. We might have hope this morning. I'm not talking about a trouble-free life. I'm talking about living life through trouble. That's how it works. When you've got that hope, you might ask me, you you know, why would you be a Christian? Because Christianity is designed to position you and equip you to come out stronger after every challenge you face. That's the truth. That's the core of Christianity. Everybody needs to hear this message. But how will they hear it? Everybody needs to know this hope. 
Everybody needs to have something to look forward to, don't you? It, something rises within you when you know it's not hopeless, but there's hope on the horizon. It keeps me going. That fires me up a little bit. I'm not there yet, but I know it's there, and it's on my journey. And as a believer, I know it's my promise from God. It's my promise. I'll say this, if you love them, invite them. If you love them, invite them. Let's turn to Ezekiel 47. Have you heard of that passage of Scripture before? Ezekiel 47, verse 7 says, When I arrived there, I saw a great number of trees on each side of the river. He said to me, The water flows toward the eastern region and goes down into the Arabah, where it enters the Dead Sea. When it empties into the sea, the salty water there becomes fresh. Swarms of living creatures will live wherever the river flows. There will be large numbers of fish because this water flows there and makes salty water fresh. So where the river flows, everything will live. Fishermen will stand along the shore from Engedi to En Elgum. There will be places for spreading nets. The fish will be of many kinds, like the fish of the Mediterranean Sea. Let's have a look at this. The first point we need to capture today is number one, you've got to position yourself. In verse 10 in this passage of Scripture, it says, again, fishermen will stand along the shore. And I love in verse 9, it says, wherever the river flows, everything will live. Wherever the river flows, everything will live. Now, a smart man will go, you know what? If I want to live, if I want life to the full, I better find me a river. I better find me a river. If that's where the life's flowing, I better find me positioned at that place. That's the place I need to be. Ankle deep's a great place to start. But you're not going to catch any fish there, ankle deep. Great place to start, but these fishermen positioned themselves where the river was flowing because they knew that's where the life was. It was teeming with life. Children play at ankle deep, don't they? Immaturity will play at ankle deep, but maturity goes after where there's life and life to the full. That's where you position yourself. Hebrews 10.23 says, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. This is the hour for the church of Jesus Christ to rise up because of the hope that we profess. The hope that we profess. A hope that the world doesn't have because they don't know the God plan for their life. You and I know the God plan for our lives. And because of that, if you've, if you've accepted Christ, if you've said yes to the God journey of your life, there's a, there's a hope that comes with that. And it's out. We profess it. We, that's our hope. And we hold on to that hope. That's our anchor. And we continually look forward to the fulfillment of the promise that God has given each one of us. Now, I spoke a message a few weeks ago 
um, about the boundaries that Anne and I put in place when we first became believers. And uh, the first boundary we put in place when we entered this, this Christian, you know, life that we began at the age 25, the first boundary was Sunday's church. That's it, Sunday's church. You want to have a barbecue on it? Yeah, we'll have a Saturday because Sunday's church. You know, it's just our whole life was like, no, if we're in this thing, we're in it 100%. If God's real and, and who he says he is, then, then, you know, I'm in. I'm in for all of it. I'm not a casual believer. I'm, I'm in for all of it. So for us, for us, you know, Sunday was church. You want to find us Sunday, that's where we were. You want to rob us? Well, our house will be empty in, in, the, in the morning service because we're not there. We're at church. What I didn't realise until I was doing this message this week, putting this message together, I realised, you know, we were positioning ourselves. I didn't even get it. I didn't even understand it. I just said, well, no, that's it. We're Christians now, Sunday church. But we were positioning ourselves by a river where we could constantly be dipping into life, 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 and life to the full. You won't live off one catch. Won't live off one catch. This is this is not the hour to be, have a casual relationship with the Lord. We've got to position ourselves to reinforce the hope we profess. Reinforce the hope we profess. That's the anchor, folks. That hope produces a confidence and a strength that positions you to be able to, able to overcome everything that comes against you. Who knows? That's living. That's living. Overcome everything that comes against you. Romans 3, uh, eight thirty seven says, No, in all things we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. Position yourself. Position yourself. Secondly today, you've got to spread your nets. In verse 10, it goes on to say in that uh, passage of Scripture that um, f- from Engedi to El Gium, there, uh, there will be places for spreading nets. They were, they were positioning themselves. It doesn't matter how much life is in the river. If you don't spread the nets, you're not going to catch anything. Is that reasonable? You know, you're just not going to catch anything. You, 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 they could have sat on the bank of the river all day and starved. All day and starved, even though it was teeming with fish. You know, uh, I, Annie and I went to Alaska once, and uh, we went to Ketchikan, which was the salmon capital of the world. Who's heard of Ketchikan? Who's been there? Has anyone been there? Yeah, you've been there? You know what I'm talking about? Well, we're walking through this town, this Ketchikan, this, this salmon city, and uh, we're walking over this bridge of this little creek, not a, not a big one, but, you know, big enough, and a little bridge over it. We're walking over it, you know, two lovers on the bridge. It was amazing. <laughs> and... Uh, you look, you look in the water and it was bank-to-bank salmon. Like you couldn't, they, you could walk on them. They were that thick. They were that thick, bank-to-bank. They were teeming with salmon. And I'm thinking, I don't have a fishing rod. 
I don't have a fishing rod. I mean, when I do have a fishing rod, I can't catch them. And here they are right in front of me, taunting me. And I don't have a fishing rod. There were two otters there, though. They had a feed. Two otters were just, you know, eating half a salmon and throwing it, laying on their back, you know. It's fantastic. Where was I? Oh, that's right. Um, I never had a fishing rod. So I got nothing. Even though they were teeming with salmon in that place. Abundance requires action. Abundance requires action. God has an amazing plan for humanity. He does for each and every one of us here today. He has an amazing plan, but it requires his people to take action and step out in faith. You've got to spread the nets. You've got to spread the nets. Every time they spread their nets, they believe for a catch. No one throws a net out and thinks, nah, I hope I get nothing. Nobody does that. You spread the net in the hope of, oh, I can't believe what's going to be, when I pull this up, man, it's going to be, I just, is that right? That's why fishermen are faith people. Because you can't see it. You can't see what fish you're going to get. You just got to cast that net and, you know, and come on, step out in faith. It's powerful. It's an opportunity to see God fulfill his promise. You know when you get those flu symptoms, when you get a bad diagnosis or something, it's like, <laughs> I'm casting it. I can't wait to see the fulfillment of the promise. God, this has come against me. This has challenged me. Lord, this has shaken me for a little bit. But you know what? The, 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 the hope that I profess, the fulfillment of the promise will not be robbed because you are faithful and I'm proclaiming it. I'm prophesying it. I'm declaring it. I'm overcoming it. Amen. That's how you live. That's how you cast the net. That's how you sing on a golf course. Amen. Now, all the prophets in the room, what scripture am I about to speak? Come on. No. No. Who said that? Well done. John 10 10. Have you heard that scripture before? The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. I can't stop preaching that scripture. I can't. I declare that. That is a prophecy over my life. And I can tell you the thief has robbed a lot of people here today. The thief has robbed a lot of your families a lot of your workmates, a lot of your schoolmates, college mates, whatever it is, connections of people you have, they've been robbed of life to the full. I see it all over, the brokenness in humanity. I read it in the paper. I, I see it on the news. It confronts me over and over and over again. Good people just absolutely robbed and cheated of the promise that God has for them because they've never heard. They've never received it. They don't have a hope to profess or a promise to believe in. And here's the, the bad news, folks. They're powerless against it. They're powerless against it. We think for a lot of them that they're, they're bad people. They're not. They just don't have a choice. They just don't have a chance. 
Because it's bigger than them. It always will be. It's bigger than us until we found Jesus. Amen? Until we found that author and perfecter of our faith. The finisher. But for all those who believe there is a promise of life and life to the full. But you've got to step out in faith and begin to fight for it. You'll be sitting on the bank and the fish are right there if you don't start casting your net. You'll starve. You've got a situation in your life that's, that's pulling you down if you don't start putting that thing in its place. Start declaring who he is and who's on the throne and who's uh, on the throne over your life. And he's a trespasser. And that situation or circumstance is a thief and you don't belong. You don't have permission. Amen. Get angry, people. Get angry. Start to cast some nets in the hope and the faith. Start to declare and to fight and to prophesy the promise of God over your life. Wait a minute. This isn't your promise over me. What's gone wrong here? What's happened? I'm not putting up with this. I'm not putting up with this. You know, your relationship may not be going too well at the moment. Don't put up with it. Sit down and say, okay, how are we going to fix this? Amen? How are we going to fix this, honey? Let's, we're better than this. We're built for better than this. He died for more than, you know, what you and I are living right now, honey. You with me? We'll fix this right now. Step out in faith. Build something. It's so powerful. You know, I never forget. You know, there's some, some memories you have in life, and the older you get, um, you just, they don't leave you. You always remember it. And I remember um, one night I was in um, level five of the John Flynn Hospital uh, on the coast, and um, um, it's a cancer ward, you know, like, and I was up there. Going through the whole cancer journey, I had uh, stage four throat cancer. That's why I drink this stuff all the time, you know. I'm not addicted, folks. Well, I probably am, but that's not the reason. Because <laughs> I don't have any saliva from the radiation treatment, so I have to keep lubricating my throat. The fact that I can actually preach is just a miracle. And so I'm, I'm laying... <laughs> I'm, I'm laying in, that, in my hospital bed that night, and I, I was in... I was in pain. I was in real pain. Um, but, you know, a hospital ward at night's really quiet. Like, it's really deathly quiet. But I could hear them screaming. I, I could hear them yelling out in pain and hopelessness. I can hear him abuse the nurses because of the fear of the unknown. Like, like what if this was their last week? What if, this, what if they only had a couple of months left? Is, is that my life? Is that, is that what everything amounted to? Is that? And I remember laying there in horrific pain. Um, one day they, they formed a procedure on me that they didn't do right and uh, I ended up with septicemia in ICU. But on that day... Rob Ryan King, is Rob here this morning? Rob, give me a wave. He's probably at home. Hey, Rob. Um, 
he poked his head around the corner. He came with a visit, you know, a bunch of flowers and poked his head around the corner. I'm laying on the bed going, ah, you know, I'm in absolute pain. And Rob goes, oop, gone. It was a very short visit. Um, <laughs> so I wasn't without pain, but I'll tell you what I did have. I had peace. I had peace because of this hope that we profess. I had peace. See, it didn't matter whether I lived or I died. I knew my life was his. I knew the destiny upon my life. I knew where I was headed. I didn't enjoy that part of the journey, but I knew where I was going, so it really didn't matter. They had nothing. They had no one. They had no hope. Folks, don't just sit back and cop it. This is, this is too big to just put it in your pocket. Amen? It's bigger than that. Spread your net, stand in faith, take action, live in the hope of his promise. Every day, declare it, rise with it. Like you put on your clothes, put on your promise. And number three today, everybody needs this. Everybody needs this. Look at verse 10 again. <coughs> said, the fish will be of many kinds, like the fish of the Mediterranean Sea. This is not a God plan for a very select few people. This hope is... This promise for humanity is for everyone. It's for everyone. Psalm 49, 12, 13 says, People, despite their wealth, do not endure. They are like the beasts that perish. This is the fate of those who trust in themselves and of their followers. What approve their sayings. Oh, my goodness. Let that sink in. Jesus said in Luke 6:39 he said can the blind can the blind lead the blind will they not both fall into a pit and folks if you're trusting in in governments of of all persuasions of of all over the world for your hope I'm telling you right now you're going to fall into a pit You'll fall into a pit. It's the blind leading the blind. And they think it's truth because they approve each other. Deception. I don't blame them because you can't give hope if you don't have hope. You can't give life if you don't have life. If you're trusting in wealth today to give you hope, then... You know, you're just one recession or one scammer away from losing all that hope. Amen. Listen, we can't control what happens out there, but we can grab a hold of the God plan for our lives and live it to the full. Live it to the full. That's our opportunity. That's our challenge. That's our destiny today. The gospel message is a game changer. 
and it's still here because it works. It's the only thing you're going to hear that's going to change the game for you. So I said in the beginning of this message, everybody needs to hear that there is hope. Listen to Romans chapter 10, verse 14. It says, how then can they call on the one they have not believed in? That's, that makes sense. And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can someone hear without someone preaching to them? And, and I have to ask the question today, if you're here today and you've, you've never said yes to Jesus Christ, if, if, you, if you're hearing this preaching today, if you're hearing this word and you're given this opportunity to connect with God in a real way, in a life-changing way, if you've never had that opportunity, then now's your time. In this moment, in this hour, if you don't live with that peace that I spoke about, if you don't live with the hope, there's hope on the inside of you, if you don't have a singing soul, and you've been robbed, you've been cheated, and it's not your fault because you never heard. See, after today, if you say no to Jesus, then you've heard, it's, it's, it's on you now. But if you've never heard, you can't be blamed for that. Take the opportunity today, say yes. We've been giving people the opportunity all year. We've had hundreds and hundreds of people that have said yes. People first time in church, never been to church before in their life, came here, heard this message or a message like this, you know what I'm saying? And something, something sparked on the inside. In, in, in all through my, 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 my conversation with you today, there would have been one point where, where you would have said, yeah, I need that. Or that's me. Well, gee, that'd be good. That'd be good if I had that. You can't. I'm going to give you an opportunity right now. Because I don't know who you are and I don't know, you, you know what you're thinking, your decisions. I need you to take a step of faith today, to cast a net. And if that's you today, I want you to put your hand up in a minute. Just, just put it up and down. I'll see it and we'll pray for you. It's that simple. I won't embarrass you, I promise. Don't miss this opportunity. For some people, oh, for some people right now, it, it might, you may have said yes before, but you need to say yes again. And you know that the Holy Spirit's speaking to you today. You know who that is. Then, then you put your hand up as well. Are you ready? If that's you, say yes for the very first time, or you want to say yes again. Then let me see your hand right now, right now. Lift it up right now, and, and I'll, I'll pray for you this morning. Where are you? Come on, lift it up. Thank you. Come on, there's others. Do I see somebody up there? Over here, over here, over here. Thank you, ma'am. Yep, somebody else. Come on. Thank you, doll. Come on, somebody else. Quickly. Quickly, don't miss this. You can't live without hope. You can't. And you won't get it out there. 
only one hope factory, that's in Jesus. The only one that produces it, it's having got a shelf life. No use by date. Come on, there's more. Where are you? The Holy Spirit's never wrong. This is your opportunity. Come on, is there some others there quickly? Okay, why don't we stand on our feet for a minute? Can I have those people come on out? I'm going to pray for you tonight. Come on, give them a big hand. Come on out. Come on, just stand down here, up there, there. Yeah, come on, give me a great round of applause. There's a miracle happening right now. There's a future and a hope right now. That's a big deal, folks, in the world we live in right now. That's a big deal. This is a great decision. Let me pray for you this morning, okay? Can I do that? We're going to get everyone to repeat it so you don't feel, you know. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I thank you for Jesus. I thank you for Jesus. I thank you for his sacrifice. Thank you for his sacrifice. That he hung for me on a cross. He hung for me on a cross. That he's given me a brand new hope. He's given me a brand new hope. As I choose him today. As I choose him today. My past is gone. I am now free to live with you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Come on. Before you go. We good? Before you go, we got Kimmy there. If we can just give us five minutes, we'll get you a Bible or literature or whatever you need. If you just go with Kimmy, there's classes that, you know, we can help you with or whatever, you, if you want. No pressure. But if you just go with Kimmy for five minutes, that would be great. Come on, give him a great big round of applause. Yeah, Take our seats. Take our seats this morning, just as I close. Now, I know that not all of us want to preach. But we can all invite someone to hear the message of hope. A message that will reveal God's plan for their life. On your seats, I've got these printed this week so they've got the correct times on it. There's an invitation card. They're not on your seat. Are you ready with some more there? Have you got some ready? Just put your hand up if you haven't. Maybe if you want more than one, then put your hand up and we'll, we'll dish them out. No problem whatsoever. They're invitation cards, right? To invite someone. Remember I said at the beginning of this message, if you love them, invite them. If you love them, invite them. You know, sometimes we feel a bit like, oh, I don't want to step into someone's space. Just give them a card. One lady told me last Sunday night, she said, where are them cards? She said, I'm going to do my whole street. My husband and I walk the dog. We're going to do every letterbox that we go to. I don't care how people get an invite, but they need one. And can I tell you today, they deserve one. They deserve to hear a message of hope in this hour. This, this is why the church is so vital in this hour. You won't get it at Rotary. Won't get it at Woolworths. It's the house of hope. 
Amen. I'm going to get Pastor Dan. I want you to come, Pastor. I'm going to get Pastor Dan to pray over these. I want you to cast the net. I want you, I want this to be like a step of faith. Amen. I want this to be a step of faith for you, a faith challenge. To say, you know, I'm not just going to hand this out. I am going to declare. I am going to prophesy. I am going to speak life into this invitation. And Lord, when you show me that person, you'll know, you'll know if you're listening to the Holy Spirit. When you show me that person, I'm going to have the boldness I need to go out and say, hey, listen, you know what? I just really want to invite you to this. Amen. Come on, Dan. Where's Pastor Dan? Come on, mate. Why, why, don't, why don't we pray? Just close our eyes and pray. Open up our hearts. Come on, Dan. If you do have an invite card, why don't you just hold it in your hand in faith. Father God, I thank you. That Lord, uh, your word says faith without works is dead. Father God, I thank you, Lord, that we would be a church that are filled with faith. I thank you, Lord, that as we've just picked up these invite cards, Lord, that right now, Lord, it may seem insignificant, but Lord, we place faith over these invite cards. And therefore, they all have significance. Father God, I thank you, Lord, that faith is the change agent. That, Lord, we're not just handing out invites. We're not just hoping, but God, we have faith for every invite that we hand out. That, God, faith attached to your works, Father God. That we would say, hey, God, we would pray, but Lord, we would Hallelujah. step out in faith, and Lord, Hallelujah. we we you would give Hallelujah. us great confidence and great boldness to do Hallelujah. that this week. That God, as we hand these cards out in yes. faith, I thank you, Lord, that you would bring your people home all across this great corridor. Bring your people home. Bring them into the arms of your your heavenly embrace in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, that prodigal sons and daughters would come home. I thank you, Lord, that workplaces would be turned upside down. Universities would be turned upside down. As we put our faith into works, I thank you, Lord, that the faith would be the change agent and that, Father God, we would see many people commit their heart to you afresh in this season because of faith. In your holy name, and everyone said, Amen. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to get in contact with us or find out more about Highway Church, go to highway.com.au.